the Ghost Goal Podcast. A top two clash so nice, we just have to have it twice. Manchester City and Liverpool played out to a 2-2 draw in what was billed as their title decider last weekend. This weekend, they'll meet in the FA Cup semi-final down at Wembley, Saturday morning at 10.30 a.m. There's plenty of other games going on not only in the FA Cup, but in the Premier League as well, with some teams playing twice, once over the weekend and once in midweek next week. So... Let's get to previewing those. I'm Alex, here with Javier for episode 352 of the Ghost Gold Podcast. Javier, how are you feeling? You nervous about uh, uh, the impending doom at Stamford Bridge next week? Yeah, uh, we're, de- uh, we're dead, we're Alex. No more top four for us. <laughs> the Europa League anthem is going to probably be ringing in our ears next season. But like, what? what do you remember what, what a, that one sounds what, like? What a last few... Oh, yeah, sadly I do. It's, oh, 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 I don't want to hear that one. I don't want to hear that one again. But you know what, Alex? It's it's okay. It's okay. Um, there's been some great footy this last week. You know, outside of watching Arsenal because that was not good footy. But yeah, like you said, that two-two draw with uh, Liverpool City. I called that one. Said nothing was going to get resolved. It's going to go down to the wire. Um, but then there were some great Champions League matches. I mean, that crazy, you know, uh, result you guys had with Real Madrid, just barely, you know, beating Real Madrid in Madrid, being up 3-0. You know, it was your birthday, too, so we were, like, texting back and forth, and I like I thought you were going to get, like, a crazy nice birthday present, and then uh, just, like, an unbelievable assist from uh, from Modric in, in, like, the 83rd minute to... To like take it to extra time, and then you know Benzema. Benzema was always going to make his mark at some point. He didn't do it in ninety minutes, but did it in extra time and and five four on aggregate. Then you know Liverpool with that crazy six four against Benfica. I mean, I know that all the work was done in, in the first leg, but they still had a you know enter- two really entertaining games. Villarreal somehow Unai. Good evening. Good he's, evening. He's in a Champions League semi final. Like I, I never thought we'd be saying that. You know, especially considering Villarreal were literally um, in a relegation scrap three years ago. And uh, from three years ago to being in a relegation scrap to winning the Europa League with Good Evening. And now uh, he's smirking his way into these semifinals, you know, at at, at a plus 2,100 underdog to win the whole thing. Javier, Villarreal's rise should be, you know, like a, a good sign to you that, you know, Europa League butterflies or caterpillars can it, become it Champions really is, League Alex. butterflies. Yeah, it really is. It really is. I mean, a team that just hasn't been in the Champions League for, you know, a long time can suddenly come back to that. Um, and then lastly, I mean, that, that Man City Atletico, that tie, you know, we thought Man City were, you know, going to have a better time, but Atletico really pinned City back in that second leg and everything's set up for, uh, for some great Champions League semifinals there, so... Um, I think those are going to be Man City, Real Madrid, and Villarreal, Liverpool. Um, but yeah, more, enough of the Champions League. Let's get, let's get to some Premier League talk, Alex. Well, I mean, rather than Premier League talk, I mean, I guess it's kind of like a hybrid FA Cup. Oh, yeah, and then uh, we have Premier FA League Cup this weekend, too. Yeah. Because, you know, like last weekend's game between Liverpool and Manchester City was obviously in the Premier League, ended 2-2, like you mentioned. Uh, so the, nothing's decided in the title. I think if City had won, that probably would have been the only result that we would turn around and think, okay, the title's going to them. Even even if Liverpool won, they'd then be only two points ahead. Uh, but it stays at a one-point lead for Manchester City. 
that uh, they'll meet again in the FA Cup coming up this weekend. But just to, to hit on the Premier League results, it kind of felt like a carbon copy of the the 2-2 at Anfield earlier this season, where City have much of the play, they control most of the game, maybe not for parts of the second half. But it's, you know, just the quality in Liverpool's uh, forwards and wingbacks Man that City ends up just, getting them just their two absolutely. goals. I mean, in both of these games, De Bruyne was completely unplayable. And, yeah, to Bruyne. And, and, Actually, and Manchester did De Bruyne City's, play in the first game? I, I don't know if he did, but at least in this I, game, I he remember was, like he was Foden and Bernardo Silva yeah. being ridiculous in the first game. But, but in this game, in this I mean, the amount of the amount of crazy. chances that he created for his teammates, you know, for Raheem Sterling, for Gabriel Jesus, for Cancelo. I mean, even that, especially that last one for Riyad Mahrez in like the 94th minute where Mahrez, like he plays an unbelievable outside of the foot curveball around Liverpool's defense puts Mars in 1v1 and Mars decides to like try to chip the key. he thought he was playing FIFA he was like L1 dink and then he just fucking like smacked it over the keeper just freaked the fuck out I, I what an unbelievable game I mean from start to finish you couldn't take your eyes off it um but yeah like you said nothing's been decided I, I mean this this FA Cup weekend I think the game's going to be pretty different, right? I don't think uh, team the teams are going to be as swashbuckling trying to go for the win because I think both teams knew, no, oh, we need I, to win this game. I, I disagree. I disagree. The, the FA Cup games, there's there's no draw. Draw isn't a possibility. And neither team wants to go to extra time. You know, You're right. I'm also thinking of like that clock five or six five or, or the five five with Arsenal that went to penalties like a couple seasons ago where like, yeah, Klopp does go pretty crazy on these uh, cup games and... They did rest a few players in the Champions League in the midweek, yeah. so I kind of think they had Liverpool their eye could on afford to, yeah. Yeah, I think they they kind of had their eye on this uh, this FA Cup game coming up. Um, not only do they have the an, an FA Cup though with semifinal with Manchester City on Saturday at ten thirty. Um, while we're talking about Liverpool, they they've we, we might skip around here a little bit. Um, their only Premier League game this weekend is uh, against Manchester United, which is another huge. Well, that, that'll be next Tuesday. Yeah, that'll be on Tuesday, but it's only going to be, you know, what, three days later. So, I, I mean, do you think, like, that's going to affect them at all? I mean, I think they're going to be looking for the FA Cup, but they are also they have they also have to win every single game in the league. So, I, I can't imagine that. I mean, they seem to have the players to do it right now. I think Liverpool, Liverpool I mean, have shown in these last couple of games against City and Benfica, and, I mean, they, they're just... Is anyone going to stop them? I mean, I guess they've had a couple of draws... I mean, Manchester City might. Actually, th- this might be a kind of unpopular opinion, but I think in most of the games, if not all, City have been Liverpool better, right? Have played, yeah. Well, have played not only against City but against Chelsea as well. I mean, it's it, it, Chelsea haven't like dominated them in open play like City have, but we've had plenty of games. We had two draws in the league against them. The Anfield one. We kind of got screwed by the the red card on Reese James at the end of the first half, but during that game we were creating the better chances than them. The two two at Stamford Bridge, they have like a ten minute period where they score twice against us, and then all of a sudden we get our shit together. And I was upset that Chelsea didn't end up winning that one. The Carabao Cup final, I thought Chelsea could could have scored four or five, and, and should, probably should have won that. But Liverpool it, it, end up winning it on penalties. It feels like, and then all the city if you games, can bypass city, their press, right? They they, they there's yeah. very there's only a handful of teams in the world that can bypass Liverpool's press. But if you can somehow do it, you you frustrate this Liverpool team. You 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 know you start finding gaps and holes, and and 
it doesn't look as scary. You know, obviously offensively, there's there's no team in the world that can stop the you know their their front five that they have or whatever. But and I'm saying front five because they usually have two on the bench that can come on and change the game as well. So, but you know, defensively, Liverpool are somewhat there to be had. Um, I would love another crazy you know three three goes to penalties or four three in, in extra time. You know, they are going to be at Wembley, so. It's Champions League semifinal. Um, way bigger pitch, way more space to defend. You know what, Alex? I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to City. I'm gonna give it to City in this FA Cup semifinal because I think Liverpool are gonna have an eye on that Manchester United game on Tuesday because I'm sure they still think that they can win the Premier League title, and I don't know how much they care about an FA Cup. Even though when was the last? I don't remember they, the last time they that, care. They care about everything. Javier, they're on for the quadruple. Oh yeah, they've I forgot won, about that. Okay, the yeah, they about care about Cup. everything. Yeah, they care about everything. Like I, I agree with you. If in like the order of importance, Premier League and Champions League are obviously ahead of the FA Cup, but you know this is still an FA Cup game against Manchester City, and you never know. There's been bigger upsets before. Uh, Crystal Palace could beat Chelsea the next day, and all of a sudden Liverpool have like a, a Crystal Palace FA Cup final to worry about. That's you know. Relative to their chances of winning uh, Chelsea, every other competition, pieces of shit could be easy. Refusing uh, Crystal Palace's request no, we'll to use Connor Gallagher. In don't, move in the us, don't move us on quite yet. Yeah, right. Don't you're move right. Us Alex. On quite yet. All right. I'm gonna say. I'm uh, gonna say for that FA Cup semifinal though. I'm gonna say three-two Manchester City. I do think there's a winner in in regular time there, um, and I think that City in both of their games kind of outplayed Liverpool and will, will feel a little bit butthurt about it and. I think that just because of the importance of Liverpool's fixtures in between and City play, they play Brighton on Wednesday at 3 p.m. at home. So I'm sure they're, you know, not as worried about that one as Liverpool are a day earlier against Manchester United. Um, so I will say Liverpool beat Manchester United on Tuesday. Um, and I'll say that that one is like 3 1 Liverpool. But they lose the the semifinal to City three two. I think I think Liverpool win this semifinal. I think it's three three at the end of extra time. Liverpool win on penalties. I uh, mean, I, I, any everyone would love that, Alex. So I would look forward to that. Yeah, I, I would say two two, but with the extra thirty minutes, I think they each score once in extra time, and then we get penalties, and it's very crazy, a very All crazy right, game. Sorry I'm to really jump looking around, forward like, to it. This this pod's been a little bit crazy. Um, it's been a crazy week. Let's let's go back to the beginning. Saturday, seven thirty a.m. Tottenham play against Brighton at home. Brighton just came off uh, their first win in six games, beating Arsenal at the Emirates. They looked really, really good with that midfield of Caicedo, Mbwepu, and Bisuma. I mean, just the amount of energy, uh, the amount of play that they can break up. You know, the possession that they could keep, it, it, it was impressive to watch, especially the, the breakup play. And that Caicedo kid, 20-year-old, I think he's Ecuadorian. Ecuadorian, he's fucking yeah. unbelievable. I mean, he's going to be picked up by a bigger team. That was his debut as well against you guys. You know, and then they've got Mbwepu and Basuma, who are both, I think, 24, 25 years old. That was his debut. I mean, he was unbelievable. He really was. Caicedo's yeah, debut. Yeah, Caicedo was unbelievable. Just unbelievable the whole game. Um, and Mbwepu was also excellent. I, I'm, he hasn't played that much in the Premier League this season. Like, he hasn't been that much in the... He's just recently come into Brighton's midfield. So Brighton has had a lot of midfield changes recently. I think they've had some players coming back healthy too. Like, they, you know, they had 
they still had like Lamptey and and Maupau on the bench. You know that they, they have a lot of pretty good players that they didn't even that they weren't even playing on the bench. So, do you, do you think they got a chance of of upsetting Tottenham here? I mean, Tottenham have won every single match against Brighton that they've ever played in the Premier League, um, except for I think this season. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's true. I remember them getting draws at Brighton before, but uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say well, they're no, unbeaten. I'm sorry, they've never lost to Brighton. I think I think it, it'll be a scare for them though because I, I know they blew away Aston Villa in the Premier League last weekend, but the entire first half against Villa, it, it, it's a miracle. I still don't know how Tottenham didn't concede at least like eight, two eight or shots three on target. Lloris made so many saves; it, it really was incredible. I mean, and then they turned around and. It and you like just knew as yeah, as, as, soon as, as Villa goal, were missing yeah. those chances. At, I mean, Tottenham were still up 1-0 from an early Son goal. But you knew as Villa were missing chance after chance after chance uh, with, a, with a pretty strong lineup. And, you know, the chances falling to players like Ings and Watkins that you, you would you would favor to score at least once or twice. You knew once those chances didn't go in that Tottenham were just going to, you know, seal the game in the second half, which they did relatively easily. Uh, this game being at home, I think it's the, the same kind of deal. Maybe Brighton score once. If they manage to not be wasteful, maybe they get two. Because, I mean, frankly, they didn't create a bunch of chances against Arsenal. They just, no, just they really didn't. Two, just two, two kind chances of with goals. One of them was class finishes. Yeah. And both finishes so, were unbelievable. So, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I think... I'll go with 3-1 to- Tottenham. Yeah, I was about to say, I think Tottenham have enough. Their their run of form is, is pretty unbelievable. Kuliszewski... Six assists in his first nine games. Um, if he gets one more assist in this game, he sets the Premier League record for most assists in the first 10 games by a Premier League player. So Kulishes- that Kulishesky, Son, Kane, front three. I mean, that's unbelievable, right? Like six assists in your first nine games. I think he's got a couple of goals too. Um, and then Son has 14 or 15. Go- he could actually catch Salah the way that he's uh, scoring goals right now. So. And Kane, I mean, the dude just, he's playing center midfield right now, center attacking mid. He's like a 10. He keeps dropping into midfield and creating chances. Everything's working Are right now. Have you seen these Tottenham. assists he's been getting with just glancing headers? Like the Son one, especially. He took a look back to see Son was making a run. Ball comes into him in the air and he just glances it in behind and Son gets an easy second. It's, uh, yeah. It, Things are scary when Conte gets his teams to start clicking. It's, I mean, we've, uh, see, we we've seen it with Romelu week. Lukaku at Inter. You know, he can get his strikers or his wing backs. He can get he can get the most out of these players, and it seems like he's doing it right now. I mean, he's he, he's a world class manager, top five manager in the world. If he can get, he's obviously gotten the team to buy into him. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna trust Tottenham as much as I fucking hate saying that. Um, I'm gonna say two one Tottenham in this. Okay, I mean, the other games, just to mention them in the Premier League, are going to be Man United, Norwich, Southampton, Arsenal. Uh, we can wait and talk about you guys uh, previewing the Chelsea game. I'm assuming you'll probably beat that Southampton team. You should beat Southampton. I mean, uh, there's not too Watford, much to talk about there, hopefully. I mean, right. they just came off a 6-0 win to Chelsea. If, if we can't beat Southampton, then, I mean, I have our chances of Europa League are going to be in dire straits. So I'm hoping right. we, we, uh, can fi- we can figure it out. Watford versus Brentford, also during that 10 a.m. time slot. Uh, Newcastle versus Leicester, Sunday at 9.15 a.m. And West Ham Burnley, Sunday at 9.15 a.m. Alex, I do need to give you some credit. Just mentioning that Manchester United-Norwich game, 
you know, last week we were calling on Everton to possibly get a get a result against Man United. I thought they were going to get a, uh, that United had enough to get a win, but you were calling for some sort of upset there. Everton ended up getting the win, um, which a bunch of Man United teams seem to have seen coming. Do you think Norwich can maybe get something at Old Trafford, considering they got a win last week? What a <laughs> what a disappointing statement that can be real like uh realistically made uh you know for like, Manchester United I, I, fans. I guarantee you for Norwich you right now is looking like at Man United and thinking Norwich. to themselves like like maybe we get something here because yeah, if if I mean, they Timo do Pukki's if Norwich well. somehow get a win here I mean they're going to put some incredible pressure on the teams above them and, and that would make for uh for a fun you know end of the season for the other teams that are mainly just Everton that's that's you know, going to be shitting themselves if if other teams below them start getting a couple of wins because they only got a four point gap from the drop right now. It's better than they were last week, where uh, they just lost to Burnley. Now they've like reopened that gap. The the other game I want to mention that was isn't Premier League, but over the weekend there is going to be an FA Cup semi final on Sunday, the other semi final between uh, Chelsea and Crystal Palace. I'm a little worried about this one, just coming off of the. It was a dis- it's disappointing in the Champions League. Yeah, I know I mentioned it. On talked the, on about the it, other hand, didn't get your on the other hand, it was it was like a really good performance from it was Chelsea. Phenomenal performance from Chelsea. Yeah, I I didn't I, I didn't I'm expect you guys proud. to be able to do that. Like I, the only thing I was disappointed about was like you mentioned, like that I I didn't get the birthday present that you know at, at like eighty minutes. This in, is going to shock like you, Alex. We were about to get. Why did he take off Timo Werner? Like, I, I honestly thought that, like, he was destroying Real Madrid the entire game. He played so well at the weekend. That goal he got, that third goal, was... I mean, that's the prime team of owner that we used to see at RB Leipzig. We, we haven't seen that at Chelsea. That confidence to take players on in the box, keep the ball, and then not fucking shank his shot or hit the post. or he, he Actually, you know, I know that it took a deflection or whatever, but, like... That was that was Timo Werner that we're used to. We we saw it also against Southampton. I mean, he he's back. He's got some confidence. It seems like Chelsea fans are getting behind him. They're not getting behind Roman Lukaku, that's for sure. Well, well, people forget that you know Chelsea's best lineup at the end of last season when we did go on like a very good run in the Premier League and obviously won the Champions League. The best lineup was Werner left forward, Kai Havertz through the middle, and Mason Mount sort of as the right forward. And that's who you played against Real around. Madrid. And it worked so, so we well. played in these last two games. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously Kovacic and Kante in midfield. Um, and, you know, some some differences to last season. Uh, I don't know if Chelsea can afford to play that same team. I don't want to make it seem like we're, uh, you know, overlooking Crystal Palace. Because, you know, they did give us a, a tough game at Selhurst Park back in, uh, I think it was January or uh, early February. But we do need to rotate because we've got a Premier League game against Arsenal that we're going to talk about in a second here. Coming up the following Wednesday. And frankly, I think you you need to expect some sort of drop off in terms of the energy levels just from like, I'm sure the players are disappointed from from Tuesday night. There has there's going to be some sort of dip in energy at the very least. So to facilitate that, I'm I'm guessing there's going to be plenty of rotation so that we have players coming in that didn't participate in that game who, you know, still want to prove that they are. Uh, they can play in big games for Chelsea and maybe stake players their place like you know for a spot in the FA Cup final. Ziyech, I don't know I where mean, Lukaku like, is, but I think he was. Lukaku's having an Achilles issue, supposedly. 
Achilles issue with quotation marks. I think he probably just pissed off he wasn't starting in that Champions League game. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he might play. Uh, to, to, I mean, to be fair, though, he had like the seven touch like disaster class against Crystal Palace last time we played them. So maybe not. Uh, but yeah, there's plenty of players that, you know, could use a rest. Uh, Christian Pulisic, despite not being very good, always scores against Crystal Palace. So maybe he starts instead of Werner or instead of Mount. Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of options that we could go through, but I, I still think Chelsea get the win. Oh, no, I do uh, too. But it's going to be close. Um, I think but, it's going to be like 2-1. But, but I think there are some players on Crystal Palace that could possibly hurt you guys, um, especially uh, Mateta, who's you know recently come into this Crystal Palace side. His physicality is... Uh, you know, you'll see, you'll see. It's Eminem. I don't think he played in that game against you guys in at Selhurst uh, in February or, or March. So I think that's going to be one player that you haven't really seen. Um, and I don't know if Tyreek Mitchell's going to be fit for this game. And if he's not, then I, I don't think Crystal Palace have any chance if they've got Joel Ward starting because I know he got hurt in the last game and had to come off. But yeah, I I, I think Chelsea win it pretty easily. No Connor Gallagher. You know, they, they're not going to have that energy in the midfield, that pressing, um, that drive forward for midfield as well. They're going to play someone like MacArthur. Or, yeah, it's, it's not going to be the same team. So I, I'm going to say 2-0 Chelsea. I think it's going to be fairly comfortable. And, you know, Palace might have some moments where they test Mendy and... Uh, you know, defend well and, and are resolute. I, I mean, I could even see like one nil Chelsea or like nil nil in regular time and, and Chelsea take it to extra time and win with their quality off the bench. But um, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say two nil Chelsea. Okay. Uh, moving on. I know we probably should preview Liverpool, Manchester United, especially given the fact that Liverpool will have that like very high stakes game with city I mean, over yeah, the it's, weekend. It's, it's a fucking huge game. But I don't know but how at, much Manchester United Enfield, are going like, to put up. Yeah, I don't know how much. Right, like if if United can't go to Goodison Park and score once. Yeah, I'm saying last weekend, Man United couldn't go to Goodison Park and score once. They created some chances, but not plenty of them. Then I, I don't trust them to go to Anfield and do anything. So I'd rather use like these last five minutes to preview Chelsea Arsenal. Because we do need to talk about you guys and how everything's just yeah. gone I mean, everything's off gone the rails. Shit. You know, um, I mean, in this last game, we played Xhaka left back, which in hindsight was a big mistake because it left Zambi in midfield with Odegaard and Smith Rowe. And, and honestly, that's probably the worst midfield performance we've had since, you know, last year. Worse than Crystal Palace? <laughs> yeah, worse than Crystal Palace, because at least in wow. Crystal. Well, no, because Thomas was a was a was awful. Against I was Crystal about to Palace say Crystal, well, the but, Crystal Palace game before that, like Thomas and Odegaard had one of like the worst games I've ever seen both of them have. But yeah, I mean, it just it seems like right now that that problem of suddenly just losing that metronome in the midfield is, has has caused so much disruption in the team. Um, we've just we haven't been moving the ball nearly as quick. We've become much more predictable. Um, players like Odegaard and Saka. Uh, you know they they've been able to press them specifically and Lacazette um, in these last couple of games a lot better than other teams have because we can't release the ball to our midfielders right now we've been releasing the ball to our center backs playing backwards a lot I mean there was a moment in time uh, in this game where Cedric had the ball at the at right wing and Saka was one v one with uh, Kukurea and. Um, Cedric just went backwards. He passed the ball backwards and the entire stadium groaned like, what are you doing? And it was just, uh, it, it was a lot of that in the first half. Brighton got a deserved lead. Um, but then we, you know, got it, 
pretty, I think, a legitimate equalizer at halftime that VAR took four minutes to decide to disallow. And it was just like a gutter punch because, uh, you know, we all thought we'd equalized second half or first half ends. Um, and then, you know, we kind of mount an onslaught in the second half. Um, but Brighton get a goal against the run of play, world class goal from, from Mbwepu. And the, the build up in that from, uh, I think it was Trossard and uh, Saicedo. Caicedo was the, just the, unbelievable. That kid is yeah. that kid's gonna be something one day. I'm telling you, he's gonna he's gonna be on a bigger side. But I would love if Arsenal went and got him. So um, for you, are Arsenal out of the top four race? I, I mean, it's it, no I, because we still have the North. This. No because we still have the North London derby and and it's Tottenham. But we we have to obviously beat Southampton, and we've probably got to beat Chelsea too. I mean, if we don't get some sort of momentum from these next two games. You know, like at least at least a win from Southampton and a draw against Chelsea. You know, I I don't know if we have enough to beat you guys. I don't know. I mean, I think for sure we're gonna have to play Nuno Tavares in the Southampton game, get him some confidence, and then you know ha- have him play in this Chelsea game too. He's gonna he's he's fresh. He hasn't played that much in these last few months, um, and it's clear that we need Jaka in midfield because as soon as we move Jaka into midfield, Brighton barely touched the ball for the last thirty minutes, and we just. But you I mean, I know the Brighton like were sitting back. They were up 2-0. Of, exactly, yeah, exactly. Of them it's, having it's the lead. 100%. 100%. Um, so I'm not going to put like too much stake into that. But, you know, we definitely need Xhaka in midfield. We need to figure out who's going to play left back. I think it's got to be Tavares. Um, and we just, we're just going to have to deal with the, the malaise of him not, you know, being used to playing and to... You know, he had a good run in the side earlier in the season where he looked pretty good, and we were even saying, oh, can Tierney get back in the team? So maybe he can re- recapture a little bit of that form. Um, I mean, I'm going to say we beat Southampton 2-1. Where are your goals coming from right now? Like, is it gotten to the point where Nketiah is starting over Lacazette in the Southampton game, at I, least? I mean, I think so. I mean, Lacazette's just been fucking trash, hasn't he, these last few games? Like, at least in Ketia, when he came on for 10 minutes, had like five odd chances, hit the bar, like, got a couple of saves. I mean, I don't want to play in Ketia because he's not going to be here next season, nor is Lacazette. It sucks that we have two strikers who aren't going to be here next season. We have nobody, essentially, who's going to score, who's scoring goals other than like Saka and Odegaard, who's going to be here next season. So it, it's hard to like see where the goals are coming from. I agree. But I think specifically for this Chelsea game, you know, we've had some confidence against Chelsea. We're going to feel like that Chelsea game earlier in the season where Chelsea really didn't have to get out of second gear um, when you guys beat us. What was it? 2-0? Yeah. Very different team, though. Yeah, very, very different team. You know, both teams that, you know, Chelsea were Champions League coming off their Champions League win to start the season. Arsenal were in a horrible place after, you know, losing to Brentford at the beginning and... I mean, we're not in a good place now. It's a similar situation. You know, I think we, if we can get a result in the Southampton game, we'll have a little bit of confidence going into the Chelsea game. And I'll say if we get the result against Southampton, maybe we get a draw against Chelsea. 1-1 one, one draw. That's kind of hopeful. Thinking. I'm, thinking, yeah. I'm thinking a 1-1 one, one draw at Stamford Bridge. And I'm thinking about that just as much from the Chelsea side as it is from the Arsenal side. Frankly, I think you guys need to to win at Stamford Bridge. I mean, you did it last season when you weren't really playing that well. We did it with we some like playing... some like trash players in the team, like Kolasinac right. and, and it like, was like players a mistake. Like it was a mistake by Jorginho that let uh, Emil Smith row in, and he scored a nice finish. But uh, yeah, it was kind of like 
don't want to be <laughs> don't want to be offensive here, but it was kind of like a fluke result that you know it has to not, be said. Jorginho, like Jorginho. I mean. I know he didn't start against Real Madrid over the weekend, but like every time Jorginho's played for Chelsea in these last month and a half or so, I want to say, ever since, I think you pointed out to me, since he missed those two penalties for Italy and then Italy didn't qualify the World Cup, Yeah, Jorginho's just been on a stinker. He's just been on a fucking stinker. I mean, you guys started the Kovacic-Conte midfield and like the, you guys were just miles yeah. better. I mean, it was it was it was night and day, right? Uh, between having him on the pitch and having Jorginho on the pitch in the first leg. So, I don't know if Jorginho plays against us, but if he does, I'd fancy Arsenal to maybe get something out of the game cuz I'm sure we'll target him. Um, but, you know, I, I'm guessing you try to use your your best midfield against Palace in the FA Cup and maybe rest uh, you know, one of Ingolo or Kovacic in this Arsenal game. So, if we lose or draw against Southampton, I feel like you guys will you guys will just have your way with us and, and beat us. You know, I don't I feel like well at that point the the confidence will have been sucked out of the side and yeah. So I think it kind of depends on that earlier result. Um, and then if somehow Palace get a result against you guys, I also expect expect a reaction from Chelsea. Um, so oh, yeah, if somehow 100%. Palace get a result, like you guys probably beat us there too. So. The only I'm way I see us getting something is beating Southampton and then coming in with some confidence against Chelsea. And, you know, who knows? Our, our team is so thin right now. Like, we can't afford any more injuries. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say we're probably going to rotate a lot for the Palace game in the FA Cup. Sort of, like, squeeze that one over the line. Win it, like, 1-0 or 2-1 or something. And then Arsenal, you guys catch us napping, and we only manage to draw with you guys, which I don't think is the end of the world for us. I mean, you guys have locked up top four, yeah. I mean, right? We're 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 you're not you're not winning the league, so you're you're yeah you're you're a little bit in a third third place malaise, I think, in in the Premier League. But you did just win six nil against Southampton, so yeah. But that was a that was a reaction to you know conceding seven goals in the previous two games. So (laughs) yeah. Uh, All right. So are you also going with one one here? Yeah, I'm going with 1-1. Uh, yeah. Javier, I hate to cut this short. We, no, no, there it's are okay. other games going on. Everton-Leicester, Newcastle-Crystal Palace, uh, Man City versus Brighton, and Burnley-Southampton, also in midweek next week. But we got to cut this short because i uh, I got to get to work. So, yeah, yeah. Just, Javier? Just last, thing, last thing, that Burnley-Southampton yeah. game, uh, that, that could be one Burnley's looking at. Um, you know, that's, that, that's Thursday, 245. That's the only game on Thursday. But that could be actually a pretty good one to watch because... Uh, I know Southampton aren't really in relegation trouble, but they are on you know awful form. And Burnley, Burnley, if they can win that, they can put the put the pressure on Everton. So, and then Everton play Leicester, um, and Leicester have been on really good form, you know. So, seemingly, I found their goal scoring touch again once now that Fofana's come back in the team. Um, it's you know just a couple of interesting ones there that if you don't want to watch for some reason the Chelsea Arsenal game, Everton Leicester could be a good one, and then on Thursday the uh, Burnley Southampton. All right, well, let's wrap things up there. Javier, thanks uh, for waking up early and uh, getting this one done. If you want to follow Javier on Twitter, you can follow him at JavierRev9. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at ASMoss92. And you can follow the podcast socials at GhostGoalPod. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please go ahead, drop us a rating and a review. And those new ratings and reviews help new listeners to find the pod. So... If you're already doing the, us the favor of listening, could you please just go one step further and uh, help new listeners find this thing? Because we'd love to grow it. 
Thanks again, Javier. Enjoy the games this weekend, guys. And until next time, see ya.